So many people would have experienced some level of, you know, trauma when it comes to their first kind of interactions with money. Mm. It could be growing up in a low income household where debt was a was how, you know, people finance things in a house and the conversation of money never took place or when it did take place, it was a very negative conversation. And so... Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, a podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my boy Jax. How are you today? Yes, yes, Peter. I'm doing all right. I'm doing very well. Uh, today I was thinking about uh, the summer. I'm very much looking forward to summer. I think this year so many different things are happening. I believe uh, the Euros are happening this year, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and I think there's some, something happening with athletics as well. I think the Olympics is this year, right? I believe so, man. It's all happening. It is actually, yeah. Yeah, so very much looking forward to the kickstart of those things. Nah, it's all happening. It's all happening. I love it how you're thinking about that. And we're only in the first quarter of the year, man. But that's what you got to do sometimes, man. Think ahead and plan ahead. Absolutely, absolutely. You've got to be forward-looking, really. <laughs> you know, whether it's things that are you're excited about or things that you want to prevent. <laughs> that is it, man. That is it. And being forward-looking and just thinking you know, um, ahead, planning ahead, being aware of things to come is fairly relevant to what we're going to be talking about today. But before we introduce the topic, just a massive shout out to our listeners, wherever you are in the world, keep doing your thing, keep talking to us, keep sharing. Um, if you tuned into our last episode, um, we done an episode where we reflected on what some of you have shared with us in the past in terms of some of your biggest financial regrets, man. Um, so we, we me and uh, Jax really enjoyed that episode. So please do keep um, engaging with, with us on social media and stuff and we'll definitely bring up particular topics on the episode. So much love for that. But now, Jax, as I said, um, today we're going to be talking a bit about being aware of things. And in particular, we're going to be talking about a term called financial consciousness, um, for some people, people might not have heard it. It's a bit of a long word, but Jack, first of all, what on <laughs> earth is financial consciousness? Yeah, it's, it's one of those words you, you've got to make sure you actually say it properly, otherwise you get a few tongue twisters. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's yeah. what is financial consciousness? Um, well, essentially, I think the clue is in its name. Um, of course, it's a two-part uh, phrase. So you've got the financial side and you've got consciousness. And I think it's essentially being aware, um, being w- woken up. So it's very much in line with uh, why we decided to call um, this podcast and, and the business Woke Finance. So it's making people aware of the world of personal finance um, and, of course, how that affects our day to day. And of course, it's, it's, it's not just burying our heads in the sand, um, especially when we are confronted with things like financial calamity. It's about being aware of our financial habits and behaviours and the impact that also has on our finances and our well-being. And also things like commercial awareness, just you know, being aware as to what's actually happening in the world, in the macroeconomic environment. Um, I think this is what we mean when we say financial consciousness. So just being alive and, and being aware as well. So it's not just being alive, but being very much aware um, when it comes to personal finances and how it literally interacts with your day-to-day. So hearing you say that, Jax, you know, um, I guess not just in the UK, but here in the UK, when we see things on the news perhaps um and I, and there's obviously a balance right i don't think it's looking at the news to get worried about anything 
but there's a lot of stuff going on in the news that might affect us. So, for example, interest rates, inflation, it will affect us in some shape or form. Um, and, you know, as you said, it's not about burying your head in the sand, but really understanding what's going on. Well, absolutely. That's exactly it. I think um, intuitively, I think we all kind of know that the macroeconomic environment, for example, will have an impact on us. Um, so it's it's there, it's right there. We experience it when we go to do our weekly or monthly food shop and we realise that things are becoming more expensive. Um, we experience it if we've taken out any form of debt and how that debt has become more expensive mm. um, and that kind of stuff. So we do go through the experiences and often some people will rather just, you know, allow it to be just a, you know, something that's there in the background that I don't really pay cognizant to. But I think when we talk about financial consciousness, it's being very much aware of what's going on and the impact that it really has on yourself and your well-being and your family, etc. Mm. Before I go into like, what, what do you feel like contributes to, to this and maybe contributes to people not really um, being financially uh, conscious? Um, example, when I was maybe 18 in university, I think, or college times, college slash university, so between 16 to 19, I remember it was, we was going through the whole, uh, they used to throw the word credit crunch. So it's the global crisis, basically. Yeah. Um, and for me at that time, I didn't feel like it really, I didn't care if I'm honest. I just used to hear people throw the term around. Um, I'll see things on the news, people losing jobs. But in my, for me, I'm thinking, oh, I mean, uh, studying, it doesn't really affect me any way, shape or form or stuff. So I wasn't really paying attention. Does it depend on, was I wrong for that? Does it depend on where you are in life, how old you are, all of that stuff? Yeah, I think I think um, you know, talking about financial consciousness, there's different elements to it. Mm. And you know, as you said, when you were younger and you heard of the term credit crunch, it didn't really mean anything to you at the time. Yeah, so um, so 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 when people used to say, uh, maybe don't spend something on that, they'll say because of credit crunch. In my head, I'm like, no, I'm gonna spend it. <laughs> exactly. Because you don't feel the direct impact initially. Mm. Um, so of course, different people experience different uh economic cycles differently so it depends on your personal finances it depends on your age it depends on what you're spending at on and that kind of stuff so there's different you know implications um, that take place when it comes to changes in interest rates and, and that kind of stuff um i mean you were lucky that well i say lucky i was lucky that um it was actually part of my course because mm -hmm. um literally in 2008 that's when i started university hmm. and i was actually start you know studying economics as a degree uh, and so that made it very relevant at the mm. time. Um, but even then, Peter, I was learning a lot of theory and kind of understanding the, the, you know, the practical, but it was not practical for me specifically because I was at university. So, you know, the financial consciousness is not just about how it affects you immediately, but it's just being aware of how it can affect the day-to-day -day person as well. Love that, love that. How, how great would it have been to uh, study that during that time as well? That's so cool. Um, but no, so I, I guess what causes actually people to not be so financially conscious? Yeah. So financial consciousness is is, is also very much psychological and behavioral. Um, I would submit to you that I think it's actually more of that than anything. Um, so the commercial awareness part is, is important, but a big part of why many people do not have that level of financial consciousness. It's because it's, it's not something that we want to engage with sometimes. It's because of the experiences we've had maybe growing up. So many people would have experienced some level of 
you know, trauma when it comes to their first kind of interactions with money. Mm. It could be growing up in a low income household where debt was a was how, you know, people finance things in a house and the conversation of money never took place or when it did take place, it was a very negative conversation. And so, you know, your first, maybe your first few experiences with money have been very, very bad. Um, and so you don't want to bring that back up, right? You don't experience those kind of traumatic, fearful experiences again. So I think that's a very common one. I think not just the fact that money has also been a taboo subject for so long, but a lot of people have had very bad experiences, their first experience with money. And so they, they kind of want to bury it somewhere in the subconscious or the unconscious because bringing it to their conscious mind is actually quite painful. Mm. And I think that's very um, common with just, and, and I hope psychologists listening can do me justice and let me know if I'm telling the truth here. But I think that's how trauma actually works as well. Many people actually bury uh, some of their traumatic experiences deep, deep down so they don't have to continuously live in it, even though it still exists. And it's interesting, you find that can have sometimes have an effect in the opposite way where you know, we've gone through some sort of um, trauma when it comes to finances and it forces us to be overcautious and probably on the other extreme of being financially cautious <laughs> and yeah. making all sorts of decisions when it comes to finance. So we, we don't ever have to experience what we did in childhood. Absolutely. So, so I heard a therapist say that if you want to kind of identify a place in your life where you have experienced trauma and you have reacted it, reacted to it in a certain way if you ever say the phrase i will never xyz then the chances are you have experienced some sort of trauma and you do not ever want to go through that again so mm -hmm. if you ever say something like i will never be broke again <laughs> all right or i will never do this again chances are you've gone through a very traumatic experience and you don't want to relive that yeah. um so yeah you know when we talk about the scarcity and lack mindset a lot of that comes down to you know, the experiences that, you know, we may have had growing up in, in a certain environment. Yeah, man. The way yeah. we're shaped up, man, upbringing is so important. Um, okay, cool. Anything else in terms of what you feel causes people to be financially conscious? Sorry, not financially conscious. Yeah, so I think sometimes it's also just a lack of education. So, you know, um, the, the way I, 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 when we created Book Finance, the vision that I, I had in my head was, you know, many people are just kind of sleeping out or in the subconscious, just, you know, not taking the finances very seriously. Mm. And, you know, when someone has been knocked unconscious, one of the first things you do is you pour water on them. <laughs> and, that, and that really wakes them up. Right. So sometimes you need to trigger someone in order to to wake them up. And we have a few episodes that can be quite triggering, mm -hmm. but we don't do so to to harm anyone or to make anyone relive their traumatic experiences. But it's for them to wake up and become conscious and, and you know, to be woke when it comes to their personal finances. And a big part of that is education. So education opens doors, uh, you know, it removes ignorance and allows you to be more aware as to how some of your behaviours or even more the mechanical and technical stuff allows you to understand what's actually happening around you. So really understanding what the, you know, the financial impact of, you know, in inflation, which we've heard so often over the past uh, couple of years, you know, cost of living prices, what does that actually mean? What is actually causing it? Why are interest rates going up as a response to inflation? When you finally understand these things, you're able to kind of 
you know, uh, be a bit more conscious and be aware as to what's going to happen next, probably, um, and how to adjust yourself flexibly to, you know, to kind of survive within a certain environment as well. Yeah, it's proper deep, man. Um, it was just reminding me when we had the episode with um Dr. Lean um a couple of episodes ago, just on the health podcast. It's only when you educate yourself around certain things that might make you realize just how important it is to be aware of our health. And same with finance, man. Um, yeah, yeah. it's place being aware, financially conscious, just makes us aware of how important it is for our own personal finance journey and our future generations, man. And yeah, I guess just on the topic of this health, um, you know, it's really important to think about different ways where we can improve our health and be the best version of ourselves. And I think one of that area, actually, Jax, is, um, you know, being as productive as possible and working in a way where we can be quite productive. Yeah, absolutely. Look, um, for me, I am someone who has a full time job. Um, I work in the industry of investment management. Um, which requires a lot of mental strength. Hmm. Um, but also I, I run businesses on the side. So uh, I am a co-founder of the Woke Finance Podcast and the Woke Finance CIC. And I'm also um, a, an influencer. So I run by the name of Jack's Financial. And all of this requires a lot of time, energy, and of course, productivity. For that reason, um, you know, I actually drink quite a bit of coffee. Um, but with Magic Minds being introduced to such a productivity drink, what happens is, you know, I'm able to actually take, you know, so I have my coffee in the morning with no sugar, of course, but then um, in the afternoon, taking the shot. And this allows me to remain productive, to remain uh, clear of mind, to continue working out throughout my workday as a professional, but also even as I get home and continue to work on my businesses, I still remain productive. Um, the, the amazing thing about this is not only am I being productive, which is great, but also I'm drinking less caffeine, which we know long-term is not actually good for us. So yeah, I really, really like this shot um, in terms of taste. It is quite earthy, but I am very comfortable with that. Um, it, it goes down pretty well. It tastes much better than a lot of things I've tried in the past. And yeah, it's something that I definitely think uh, could really help our audience um, with their productivity, especially if they are coffee drinkers. Love it, love it, love it, man. So for our audience, we definitely do recommend this, man. It has loads of earthy and um, amazing um, ingredients such as matcha, um, which contains things like L-thionine, um, which helps and is known to reduce stress as well. But loads of other really good um, ingredients to really improve your attention span, um, reduce stress and anxiety um, and fatigue. I'm trying this out man so you can increase your productivity in this new year new you and all of that good stuff as well so if you are interested in um getting this project magic mind um they are doing an exclusive offer for this month um you can get one month free for when you subscribe for three months and the way to do that is by going on to www.magicmind.com forward slash woke finance that's www.magicmind.com forward slash woke finance.
So that is a unique link um, that you can go on to and we will put in the description. And that's just to get the first month for free when you are subscribing for three months. If you want to get an additional 20% off when you are going to the um, per make a purchase, you can add in the following code, which is woke finance 20. That's woke finance two zero. So please do head over to www.magicmind and get your productivity shots and experience what myself and jacks have see the, the the conversation of money has been such a taboo subject for mm. such a long time mm. um and i think if you grew up in certain environments uh you know we're, we're from christian descent and, and we are christians and you know in the bible it says the love of money is a root to all evil mm. and some people have read that as you know, money is the root of all evil. Yeah. And if you've heard that and you're a Christian, and you, of course you don't want to be evil, do you? <laughs> you don't want to engage with anything evil. And so many people have grown up believing that money is not good. And there are actually some people that believe that being broke is the root. <laughs> it's a good yeah. route to heaven, for example. Yeah. So, you know, we have to be very careful with some of these narratives um, and, and understand where they come from um, and, and seek the truth, mm. right? So, you know, really understanding that, you know, it's not money that's that's root to it's to the root. It's not money that's root to evil. It's the love of money and it's a root to all types of evil, hmm. kind of thing. Um, and then kind of moving away from that mindset, and understanding actually, for example, if you are a Christian, the Bible actually talks a lot about you know kingdom wealth and kingdom business and actually it being a blessing, so you can actually do things for the kingdom. So. Yeah, I think sometimes it's just the fact that the conversation of money has been a taboo subject for so long and a lot of people don't want to talk about it because it can make them seem as if they're evil or it can make them seem as if they're greedy um, and that's all they care about. But actually money is a very, very important topic and I think it's something that more people should speak about and, of course, uh, engage in. Mm, no, absolutely, man. And that's that um, segues nicely in terms of you know how we can become more financially conscious so let's definitely build on what you just talked mentioned in terms of speaking more about as well but before we do that just going to quickly stop there to just give a shout out to where we're getting listeners from um all over the world um this city jacks is called adelaide which is a city in australia oh i didn't I've never heard of it. right now oh nice 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 I've actually got a friend called Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell her her name is, is, is actually a city in Australia. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the World Finance Podcast. You're here with myself, Jax, and the co-host, Peter. On this podcast, we talk about all things finance and all things finance related. If you want to know more about what we do, because World Finance is more than just a podcast, we serve in the community. Head over to www.wokefinance.co.uk. That's www.wokefinance.co.uk. And if you want to engage with us on social media, we are mainly on Instagram. That will be at World Finance Team. So that's at World Finance Team. We're also on LinkedIn. So if you search for World Finance, you are sure to find us. But I hope you are enjoying the episode and gaining tons of value. Come on, come on, come on. Please do give a uh, shout out to us and reach out to us, man. Let us know what on earth brings you to the Walk Finance Podcast. We would love to know. And shout out to all of our listeners um, all over the world as well. But now, Jax, um, before I let you go, I just want to touch on this final bit in terms of how can, after listening to all of this, understanding what is financial consciousness and what causes people to not be so um, financially conscious. And now we want to wrap up with how can we actually start to move 
in this pos in the positive direction to be much more aware um as well and we was just talking about you know talking more on that uh with finance being a taboo subject let's yeah, yeah. touch more on that yeah so just just like you said um you know we, we've known that it's been a taboo subject but we're trying to do the opposite now so i think it's, it's about getting comfortable um actually talking about money um and at first it may feel weird <laughs> right but actually getting comfortable speaking about money with friends with family etc um even even colleagues right speaking about things like your pay you're allowed to actually have that conversation you're allowed to and i think you should um you know i, I spoke to someone the other day and i said look uh friendships you know we would talk about especially the guys who we speak about football you know but always obviously Manchester United is the best football club in the in the UK um <laughs> you know we talk about Manchester United we talk about Arsenal we spend so much time talking about which team is better which one's going to do well um and I was telling my, my wife that the ladies love to talk about relationships and not everything about all the dates that everyone's going on etc but nobody really and, and nobody really wants to talk about money specifically mm. um and, and sometimes the people that do talk about money can sometimes talk about it excessively right mm. so it's about you know speaking about money and making it a comfortable part of our conversation so mm. it doesn't overtake everything else but it's, it's a part of a conversation that we can have because I had a statement and I think it was very profound they said money is not the most important thing and i agree mm. but it affects everything that's actually important mm. right so we should be comfortable speaking about it hmm. um, and, and i think it's comfortable about speaking about it in many ways um in a general sense and just the topic of money because i think sometimes like in a group setting the minute someone brings up the topic of money i think sometimes you can naturally feel like the spotlight is on your own personal finances yeah yeah and that's not the case it's really just about understanding a bit more and educating each other um around money in general um, and yeah it could easily cause you to start comparing oh wow i'm i'm a doing enough do I want to open up about this area and all of that stuff and we need to kind of make it a norm and soften that a bit yeah I mean you, you asked earlier what causes people not to be financial conscious mm. and I think one of those things is the shame I should mm. have mentioned shame mm. there's, a, there's a huge um element of shame for some people when it comes to uh their the personal finances you know I, I I heard someone say that you know I don't talk about personal finance because I'm in my mid-30s and I don't want someone to judge me and say, yeah. why are you in your mid-30s and you don't have savings, for example? Yeah. So that's, and that's a very valid point. So money can be a very sensitive conversation. Hmm. Um, and I think, you know, the, the earlier we start talking about it, the more it can become healthier. Um, and, and there's a skill in how we talk about money as well. We don't have to tell everybody everything about what yeah. we're doing, right? But, you know, if we can become more transparent and kind of have less shame, then, then it could be easier to talk about certain things. And then it's, it's perpetual. So it's, it's, it's exponential. That's what I mean. The more you talk about it, the less shame you start to feel. Because again, when we're talking about um, dating, for example, we, we, we don't feel the same level of shame, mm -hmm. right? There's a reason behind that because we're comfortable speaking about it because we've always spoken about it, for example. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think I think it's just getting comfortable speaking to, start off with people that you actually really trust. Yeah um start off being true to yourself as to what you're willing to share and what you're not willing to share for example um and then i think the next one is actually becoming more educated mm. right of course uh, our listeners are listening to the work finance podcast so they've already taken the right step towards becoming more educated and actually speaking about money right so listening to podcasts uh reading books right we, we love to read we believe that every leader is a reader um 
and we like to read i like to read hardback books i've also got audible as well um so i've got some books downloaded on audible that i, I listen to um so again you know, educate yourself it's a journey you know we have youtube i can't believe how that other day i was saying i can't believe the era we're living in is so amazing you know you can literally go on youtube and learn everything <laughs> you can right so courses yeah literally 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 there's full full blown courses on youtube that are free um you can even pay for courses on places like udemy as well if that's what you're interested in so you know get comfortable speaking about it educate yourself read books etc um get yourself a financial plan so once you actually start getting educated you really you would very quickly
definitely recommend you to check that out and you would have heard um the term uh, net worth um if you want to know a bit more about that episode 87 is called is it important to calculate your net worth so if you want to find out a bit more about that find out if you have 250k plus net worth and um, definitely okay. check out that episode as well um but no Jacks, that's really useful anything else you want to touch on before i let you go yeah i think i think financial consciousness is very important i think it's it's waking up to the impact that your actions today you know whether it's finance based or not finance based just as general habits and your general actions has an impact on your finances and then how that you know impact also affects your financial well-being because money affects every part of our lives um and money in itself probably doesn't mean much for some people but it is a spiritual concept in my opinion and there are many, many studies that have shown the link between things like debt and people's mental state. Hmm. So we do need to wake up to the impact of, of, of things that, when it comes to our personal finances. Very, very, very important. Financial consciousness, you know, is the thing that stops people from, for example, falling for scams. Hmm. Right. Many people have fallen for scams because they are not financially conscious. They're not educated they're not guided they're not aware when it comes to how someone can even steal your pension mm. right? one of the huge uh scams that took place was was people losing their pension I imagine imagine spending decades of your life mm. building up this pot that's going to and it's supposed to look after you when you are retired and then for some reason because of that lack of financial awareness mm. somebody comes and takes it all that is devastating. So Absolutely. we encourage people to be more conscious and more aware and really take it seriously because it is something that will, whether you like it or not, it will impact you. It's about whether you take it seriously and you are aware of it or not. For that one person that's listening now, Jack, so I saying, yeah, this is me, man. I need to like wake up. In fact, I've listened to a few episodes of Woke Finance, but I've not really done anything about just listen. What is that one thing you would say do right now? I think the most important thing is um, to get educated, mm. to get educated um, and then also to find yourself uh, in a community of people that are interested in this. So, you know, you can join the Walk Finance team. If you head over to www.walkfinance.co.uk, you can sign up to a mailing list so you're kept up to date with things that we're doing. Um, I would say if you're very new to this and you want someone to handhold you, then I'm available. So I do financial coaching. Let me plug myself there. That would be Jack's Financial. You can find me on Instagram. So there are ways to really, you know, kickstart the journey. Um, but I think if you can get someone along you, along, alongside you, who can really, you know, go through the journey, whether it is a coach or whether it is a friend, or wherever it's even a family member, that really helps. But education and that accountability really, really helps. Love that, love that, man. And the, the community aspect is so important. On episode 144, we talk about the power of community when it comes to wealth building, and we go into detail in terms of how you can go about doing that as well. So definitely encourage our listeners to check that episode out. But now, Jacksman, it's really been a good one and hopefully a good one for our listeners. Um, If you have any feedback, um encourage you to let us know man we've let you know we've plugged the ways you can get in touch with us but do let us know we always take it on board and we're always thinking about how we can improve the podcast as well so thank you very much for our listeners for staying tuned in up until now we are going to let you go jack's always a pleasure until the next time and remember all stay woke